going on? Welcome back to another episode. We got Jay here. Nice to see you again. And also, we got Brandon in the house. What's going on, guys? Hope everyone's doing well. Today's topics, let's talk about something really cool. Uber is now letting California drivers know estimated fare and even more important, your end destination before you even accept a trip. We're going to be talking about some data insights that we've gotten uh, through our data about when is the best time to earn in December coming up, and also some fun facts, and not so fun facts, all in today's episode. So make sure you guys watch it all the way through. Yeah, for sure. I think we should kick it off with just kind of a really interesting development coming out of California with how Uber is treating drivers that on the face is really awesome for drivers. Um, we can see the like exact destination of a pickup or of a ride before that ride is accepted. And you can see a, a pretty rough estimate of the, the fare. So given a lot of you given drivers, at least in California, a lot of, uh, a lot of choice back, which is pretty cool. And this is what drivers have been wanting for the longest time. Now, if you're watching this, you're driving, let me, let us know. Is this something that you've been wanting for a long time. Is this something that you're glad to hear happen, at least in California? In my opinion, Brandon, I feel like Uber should have done this from the get-go, which is given drivers the ability to see the end destination. Because you're an independent contractor, why wouldn't you be afforded that knowledge, that information? You don't know how yeah. much you're making. You don't know where you're driving. Um, and that directly relates to your cost, too. I mean, if you don't know this is 300 miles away, you know, mileage counts as cost. And yeah. I think... This is a direct response to AB5. Uber is realizing that hmm, maybe we should maybe we should give information uh, to the independent contractors that makes them more defined as independent contractors because of all the politics rolling around right now in California. Yeah, definitely. Like I think um, they uh, so like with AB5, like to get into the weeds just a tiny bit. Like with AB5, they have to basically pass like these. Um, these like ABC like tests, right? So tests to be an independent contractor. And I think like, this is what, what this does. And pretty clearly, you know, this is just a response in order to just make it, make sure that drivers are appear um, and almost are acting at arm's length. Right. So to make sure that they are, you know, qualified to be, to be employees. I think it's pretty obvious why you see it only happening in California. Um, and I think that we all know that Uber doesn't do anything, you know, just out of the goodness of their hearts, like everything is going to be about, Hey, you know, where is Uber making more money? So I think it's pretty clear, you know, this is a pretty direct response to Uber or to, to 85 that is yes, happening just in California, but also drivers around the country should be paying attention to this because this is the type of thing that as these ratchet advocacy groups start to put pressure on Uber Lyft, start to put pressure on the government, these are the type of things you're going to be starting to see rolling out across the country. It's another, like, that's, that in itself is a win, is, is a win. It's a small win for drivers, but it, it is a win. I think they'll just start to pile up as, as you see Uber get, get its back against the wall a little bit. It is a win. I completely agree. It's a small victory, and it's a step in the right direction. Um, it's just, it just seems like we're not going anywhere with this, like, because we started so behind, we started so negative. We started with, uh, just all of this, all of these policies, like you said, were implemented to benefit Uber. And I can speak a little bit to why 
I think that they didn't give you, they didn't give drivers for the longest time and destination um, or estimated fare of the trip. Like, for instance, if you get a trip that is estimated payout $2 on a surge, you're probably not going to accept it. If you get a trip that is 300 miles east of the river, you're probably not going to accept it. And the reason why they do this is to maintain their network reliability. All Uber cares about is how fast a paying customer, a passenger, gets their next driver, their next match. The faster you match a paying customer with a driver, the more reliable your service is, the more likely that customer is to come back on your platform and use it again. And in the industry, we call this lifetime value. All Uber is doing is increasing lifetime value, increasing the value of their product. And therefore, over the long term, and over an extreme voluminous, a huge number of paying customers, they're increasing their bottom line. So it was all about network reliability. It was all about making sure drivers don't cancel and making sure passengers get the most reliable ride. And like I always say, passengers' interests and Uber's interests, I don't think it coincides exactly with drivers' interests. I, I feel like the levers are antagonistic. So... Again, yeah. a step in the right direction. Yeah, for sure. I think, you know, small small step. I think one thing you got to always keep in mind with, like, Uber is that it is basically, like, the whole rideshare industry, which is um, which is built for billions and billions upon at this point. You know, it's it just started, like, 10 years ago. So, you know, there are going to be pretty big fluctuations, fluctuations and kind of market reactions and, and um to like a lot of these different things. I think this is just like one step in probably a pretty long um, process of uh, Uber and Lyft and any big TNC kind of making some adjustments there. Mm-hmm. So good stuff to see. Um, definitely a reaction to AB5. Going to be more, not just in California, but around the country. We could talk a little bit about our own network of users on Gridwise. I think now we are almost breaking actually we might have broken 90,000 monthly active users uh yeah i'm not quite sure what our numbers are but we definitely the gridwise network of drivers is definitely definitely building which is awesome kind of a cool thing that that allows us to do is get like some really interesting data around how much drivers are making in like certain periods of time which is cool just to kind of see but also kind of helps as a driver, you can kind of focus your time if you're noticing, hey, everyone's making a ton of money on this day, this day, this day. And then, so one of the things that we saw, um, actually, so obviously in November, um, Thanksgiving, but also a uh, big, big week overall was kind of that uh, Thanksgiving week because of two days, Black Wednesday and Black Friday, right? And Black Wednesday was that day where you had, um, basically, that's where people just go out and get drunk, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so every day that people go out and get drunk, it's going to be a great day for rideshare drivers. Guilty that, as charged. Were you getting drunk or were you drunk? Getting, not not one and the other. <laughs> one or the other. No, I was, I was just drinking. Oh, sweet. <laughs> um, so yeah, going to be a big day for rideshare drivers whenever that happens. Um, our data shows that drivers made about 20% more that day, which is super interesting to see. Um, so it was a huge day for huge day for drivers Black Wednesday, and a couple of big days coming up would be in December. Actually, I think um, the second weekend of December. So coming up, like in a couple of days here, I think it's going to be the thirteenth, fourteenth, and fifteenth that weekend. 
those, that Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, last year, that was the, one of the biggest day, week, weekends of the year for drivers. And this um, is over like tens of thousands of sample sets. Yep, drivers on average made about 28% more that weekend than any other day um, uh, throughout the year. So uh, little little math and magic lessons to anybody watching this. Uh, the greater your sample size, the greater the amount of, of individual data sets that you have, the more the more strong your conclusion for that data is in, in the land of math and magic. So get yeah, 28% more. And that's a lot of a lot of data points we got on that. Yep. So definitely a day to get out there and drive. Like this this upcoming week. Uh, yeah, this upcoming weekend, get out there and drive. Check grid-wise, do a little shameless plug here. Check grid-wise, see like, you know, what events are going on. Make sure that you're around like hot spots. It's going to be surging. So get out there and take advantage of that. Yeah, so that's our greatest tip that we have for all of our listeners right now. The majority of you listening to this podcast, we're watching it on our YouTube are Gridwise drivers. So we are giving back to the driver community with the data insights that uh, our volunteers have voluntarily given to us. Um, and data has shown that, hey, this coming, what Brandon said, the coming few weeks in December, more likely to make the most money this year, 28% more. So use that knowledge to the best of your ability. Use that knowledge to empower your driving. Yes. And a couple other kind of interesting facts um, that you can hopefully use to to empower yourself as drivers. We did like a survey a couple a couple weeks ago. Um, surveyed a couple hundred drivers, asked them a couple couple different questions. Um, one of them was about you know has anyone ever gotten sick and, uh, and and made a little bit of a mess in your vehicle? And to a little bit to my surprise, thirty six percent of drivers said yes that has happened to them. And this is just kind of like ever. So, you know, drivers that have been driving two years, they might've had it happen once, but it has happened to 36% of drivers according to our, according to our data. It's happened to me twice and out of a thousand trips. So less than 0.2 or basically 0.2%. And the thing is they didn't get sick in my car. They got sick outside my car. So, uh, so they didn't. Okay. So that's not that bad. No. They didn't actually throw up in my car. They yeah, threw up outside. But it has happened to me where people have gotten sick in my car during a rideshare trip. Twice. Yeah, so I think it's just interesting that, I mean, uh, I would think it happens a little bit less than 36%. Or, I mean, I would yeah, I would think that it would happen a little bit less than 36% of, of drivers out there that have had that happen. Um, but it kind of just goes to show you got to be ready. Yeah, because I mean... As a passenger myself, I've never gotten sick in a car, so to me, 36% sounds high. But then driving, you know, a thousand Uber rides and get, having two people get sick in my car, I guess it kind of is the counter argument for that. Wasn't there another statistic? Um, the Fender better one. Hmm. How many drivers got in an accident? Um, yeah, so we asked that same subset of drivers, how many of you have gotten in an accident while driving? 20% of them have said yes. Not, not, not we said fender bender, so it's kind of like a minor accident. 20% um, said yes, which again, I actually thought was super high. Me too. It's interesting. One interesting, to note, interesting thing to note about that, um, Uber did like their sexual harassment. Well, it was more of a safety report. The big thing about that was like all about like the sexual harassment stuff. 
um, which is important. Um, but one of the things that was actually interesting in it was a, a, a stat about the number of fatal accidents and the number of, and the Uber average, like they're, they're like per mile, um, like fatality per mile or per 100,000 miles, I think. It was actually like half the national average, which goes to show that like that drivers are, are, generally a much safer um much safer drivers than the general public yeah it's still interesting to see though that 20 percent of drivers are still getting into at least these minor fender bangers yeah i wonder if that there's a hidden variable in that data set i wonder if because most uber rides happen within the city and not on the highway that has maybe something to do with the lower fatality because you're not traveling as fast yeah, I would. I would assume speed so. Speed is correlated to fatalities. That's actually something we can. That's a, a thrown up there for thought. You know. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think definitely the fact that drivers and and, to, and really this is across just like the Uber's set in general, right? Like Uber drivers generally are driving more in urban areas than than non-urban areas. So yeah, you're going to be driving lower speeds, like. In, everything's going to be a fender bender and as opposed to kind of like a, a fatal accident. Right. So I think that that would make that, that would make sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So awesome insights from the data. We, we talked talk a little about, about earnings. If you guys like these kind of uh, data insights, please let us know in the comment section, press like right now, go to our YouTube, subscribe, press like, depending on how well this video does, we're going to gauge the uh, effectiveness of this kind of message. So if you guys really want to see more data insights, um, maybe next time we'll pull our data scientist. We have a data scientist. We'll pull him on the show, give you even more insights onto earnings and best time to drive predictions. If you like, if you want to see this stuff, let us know by, by thumbs upping this content, by leaving comments, by sharing with your friends and by subscribing because we, we keep track of these metrics. Cool. I think that's it. I think that's all we got for today. Yo, everybody stay safe on the roads. Happy holidays. So, you guys, though, we will be back before. We will be back with another episode. Oh, and one last thing. We are actually a podcast now, right, Brandon? We are. So, you can see, you should probably see down below, there's mm-hmm. links to like Spotify and Apple Music or wherever the heck else we are. Yeah, so, if you don't want to watch. So, uh, yeah, if you're down in the comments talking shit about how we're not a podcast, mm. we are officially a podcast now. We are a podcast now. All right, guys. Peace out.